Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. We're your fuck buddies? Oh, okay. Thought I'd, you know, start an inquisitive note. My audio demo reel back when I was trying to do the whole acting thing, mm-hmm. my uh, my voiceover demo reel started with that. I was like, I'm Dane Miller. <laughs> I did it as a joke and like... And this is why their... you're now in podcasting. Yeah, this is why I never got a single voiceover gig. <laughs> like, damn, he can't even read his own name. Yeah, I mean, like... Because when I did it, both the director and the like engineer like died, and they're like, "We have to keep that." And I was like, "Because you have to do a bunch, right? Like they, you do like five, six, seven, just like rapid fire of like introductions, so they get mm-hmm. like you have an option to choose it." And when I did that one, they're like, "There it is, keep going." I was like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> and one of the guys is like a if like you know he did like three voices on all of the Canadian Sailor Moon episodes. So like, no oh, shit, yeah, it's a big deal. That's that's the most big you can be as a deal. Hey, back in the day. Oh, you think I'm joking? Dubbing anime? That's where it Dude, is. I once talked to the man who uh, voiced the green Power Ranger for the Irish Power Rangers. He said it in Irish. So that's my claim to fame. <laughs> that's pretty good. Wait, did they dub the Power Rangers in like Irish accents? Yes. No, not in Irish accents. The Irish language. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Also, SpongeBob. They have SpongeBob in Irish. It's fucking great. That sounds like a nightmare. Hey, we can watch it sometime. I wish we wouldn't. It's going to be the first thing we do when this fucking lockdown ends. I'm going <laughs> to abduct you into my home and force you to watch Irish SpongeBob. <laughs> Tell people what the podcast's about, Dane. Oh, we're a dating and sex advice show where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Ooh, no. Nailed it this time. Did I do it? So, I kind of blacked out there for a second. Dane's getting progressively worse at this. Either way, uh, we find questions on the internet or from our good buds, and we answer them uh, for you to listen to every Monday. I wonder if my voiceover teacher would be a guest on our podcast. Do they fuck? He was the voice of Melvin on Sailor Moon. You think that man doesn't fuck? I don't know who Melvin is. I've never seen I Sailor don't... Moon. I don't know if Melvin is the name. He was the nerdy character. Oh, no, definitely, definitely gets oh, yeah. down. Uh, then yeah, he can definitely be a guest. Uh, I got hit with this one. We're gonna get out of the way because I don't know if this is our bag, but it is. It is sex advice, I guess, and it it does coincide with a lot of your interests. This is sent to us by Agent Guinness. Cats. Oh, how do I get stupid, sexy cats to stop spraying their hot, horny piss all over my front door? I get that they just want to get their fuzzy little dinkies wet, but goddamn, help. Huh. Uh, I mean, I've only ever had neutered cats or spayed cats, so I've never had to deal with the the horny cat syndrome. Yeah, me neither. Uh, we did have one cat that even after getting neutered still did a little spray thing, and, and he kind of just became slowly a fully outdoor cat. <laughs> Which like, he was down for. He was a fucking hunter through and through. So he was happy. But still, yeah. There was a girl on my street who had a dog uh, who they did not get spayed. So like when it would menstruate, it had to wear like dog diapers. No. And that's a pretty fucking wild thing to see. That's pretty wild. And that's pretty much all I have to say on the subject. All right. Well, I'm just going to go into my first question then, because as funny as this is phrased which it is i don't know if we can do cat advice i'm sorry we're the wrong podcast for that so this is by small purple rabbit i female 29 broke up my boyfriend male 27 after he got a tattoo with a classmate female question mark of his i've been trying to figure out how to write this i need perspective on one event 
I left my boyfriend this past Friday and moved in with my parents again. We've been together since August 2019. I feel terrible even though I was the one that ended the relationship. I still love him even though he did things that were hurtful, but what was heartbreaking is that he thinks he did nothing wrong. Started with him making jokes about having sex with a classmate of his. Since he, oh sorry, a classmate. Every time it's mentioned, it's in like quotation marks, just in mm-hmm. case you can't see me do them in the air. I know he has an abrasive sense of humor, so I let it slide. Then he took me to the pizzeria where she works for lunch. I thought, okay, no problem. Then he kept getting lunch at the pizzeria, which is an hour away. Then they started hanging out, at first with other classmates, then just the two of them. Then he told me that when he graduated from nursing school, he wanted to celebrate his graduation with only her by going to the bar they started frequenting together. Then he told me he wanted to buy a used Michael Kors watch, repair it, and give it to her unless I wanted it. Keep in mind, for my birthday, he got me a mop. Then this past Friday... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Then this past Friday, he disclosed in front of other people that he got a matching tattoo with her after getting drunk at the aforementioned bar with her. He told me about the tattoo. After he told me, I told him, you're telling me this in front of other people so I don't make a scene. Then he proceeded to make a scene. He told me basically to go to my parents' house if I didn't like the fact that he and his classmate got a matching tattoo. I told myself, this is it. Our relationship is over. As I walked away, he kept mocking me saying, okay, bye, bye, bye. I assume like NSYNC. Uh, I called my mom from my truck, told her everything, and now I'm back at my parents. I put up with a lot because I wanted to make this work. I put up a lot with a lot because I love him. When we started dating, there were red flags, but I thought the good outweighed the bad. I was wrong. This Saturday, I picked up the remainder of my things. After speaking with him, I let him know I wish I hadn't things hadn't ended like this. He looked at me and said, you moving out is stupid. I've always treated you like this. This is not true. On Friday, when I initially left, he told me not to contact him. I told him the same. But on Saturday, we agreed to keep in contact since we have bills tied to each other. I haven't initiated contact. He has missed me a couple of times. I respond cordially. I don't plan to go back to him. He became someone I didn't agree to date. I didn't agree to date with someone who obviously hurt and mocked me. I'm admitting information for the sake of brevity. Being insulted and ridiculed in front of other people is a straw that broke the camel's back. I thought it was a good girlfriend, clean, cooked, and looked after him. I was even his elderly father's caregiver at one point. I was close with his family and close even with his best friend. I took care of his father's dogs. I say this because even though I ended the relationship, he checked out since he met his classmate. Uh, Rang this pains me. I don't know if I'll trust another man again. Heart and trust are shattered. How can I trust again? How am I supposed to love again? I feel sadness and the bitter taste of betrayal. Man, that took a hard right turn from where I thought it was going. I literally thought it was going to be one of those situations where it's like he's hanging out with a classmate and it was just going to be like, yeah, he has a friend and they got matching tattoos. It's not a big deal. But no, wow, this dude uh, sucks when his like his defense is baby. I've always treated you like shit. Why? Why are you changing your mind now? Is is fucking powerful and so goddamn terrible. Now the thing is, we don't ever see what the tattoo is. I don't think it really matters. It definitely matters. If it's like something super fucking dumb, like if it's a palm tree, like I almost but, got a palm tree with a bunch of other people drunk on a beach in Thailand. That wouldn't have meant shit. You know what I mean? Whereas like if it's something super unique to the two of them. Like, there, there's a lot of scope between... Like, if he got her name tattooed on him, that would be weird, right? But, but if... You're, you're admitting... You're, focus, you're, like, zeroing in on the tattoo and not everything else that is, like, orbiting the tattoo. I'm focusing on the tattoo because that's why she broke up with him. So, obviously, it's a big issue to her, too. But, I mean, like, the this dude's behavior with his classmate, like, is definitely problematic and troubling, especially with, like the watch mop situation 
<laughs> now, now, Dane, he said he would get it, repair it, and give it to the friend unless the girlfriend wanted it. Regardless of what the tattoo is, his justification of I've always treated you this way is all you need to hear. Really? Well, like, it doesn't matter what the tattoo is. Yes. So for some reason, I think, well, actually, I'll, I'll get into this in a second. I find it hard to fully believe the things this person is saying because it's very melodramatic. And like, they never talk about what the tattoo is. And like the classmate, it's like, what's wrong with going to the pizzeria with you? You know what I mean? Like he took me to the pizzeria where she works for lunch. If something was going on, I doubt he'd be doing that. So why is it listed as a problem? You know what I mean? The tattoo. Why is the tattoo a problem? You know, the mop. Sure. But like, that's, that's, it's, that's already a problem. That has nothing to do with this. It's like, if the mop isn't a problem, it isn't. If it is, why wasn't it an issue before now? Right? Why did he get you a mop? That's a fucking terrible ass present. You know, so it's like, there's so many things orbiting this. That's hard to tell what are the actual things and what are now being thrown into the mix. Like, it seems really fucking bizarre to be like, hey, for graduation, I'm only going to celebrate with this girl, not you. That's a terrible thing to do to the point where I find it hard to believe it went down that way. But unless you have something else to say, I have a second part to this. I understand why she's saying what she's saying, being like, oh, you know, first we went to the pizzeria and he took me to lunch and then stopped bringing me and only started going to this pizzeria an hour away. It's like, I understand why she's bringing it up. We are cursed with the one side of the story situation but using the information we have available to us like it does seem like he ended up sort of committing more to this other woman than well, well, you, know what, Dan? you know what Dan? how mm-hmm. about some more information then sure my boyfriend 25 wants to get his best friend's name a woman tattooed on his body hello reddit my boyfriend 25 and i 27 met in february of this year at work We became a couple three weeks ago. After knowing each other for a couple of months, I'm starting to question his emotional intelligence and maturity, something that could destroy our relationship. I love my boyfriend, and as he has shown me countless times, he loves me too. What I'm about to disclose troubles me. To begin with, he wants his best friend's name tattooed on his body. This friend is a woman, a woman he met in high school, and she wants to do the same. Before he told me of his intention, he told me a couple of days ago they were Facebook married, and he wasn't going to change his status because they did this to piss off her boyfriend. I don't mind, but I don't use Facebook. Then he disclosed the fact they used to sext. Not only that, he told her he loved her a while back. He also disclosed at one point she wanted a child, and he volunteered to be that child's father. I don't have an issue with this or the friendship, because it all happened before they met me. However, today he told me they were legally married because she needed health insurance. Then he said it was a joke. He does this where he tells me a lie and tells me the lie is a joke because he wants to fuck with me. But he has said this joke multiple times, and the more he says it, the more it hurts. Etc. Back to getting the tattoo issue. He wants his friend's name, who's a woman, tattooed in his body. I suggested we could do that if he liked, and he rejected the idea since she's his ride or die, and we haven't known each other long enough to do the same thing. Here's the thing. He dated a co-worker of ours. Actually, this just goes on for... Oh, actually, no, this is great. He dated a co-worker of ours before we became a couple and added her to his will. Even though the relationship didn't work out and she treated him horribly, he loves his car so much that if, she, if he dies, she gets his sports car. He told me since she's the only person he knows that will love his car the same way he does, he wants her to have it on the condition she doesn't sell it. And then there's a whole bunch about how he's a good man. She's never had a tattoo before, so it's a big deal for her to offer to get one. He's a good man again. I was hospitalized and he stuck with me, but my heart is breaking because I don't understand why this tattoo is a big deal, especially for me. And this is the exact same person a year ago. Okay. So I was so confused by all the information that I went and tried to figure out what the tattoo was. I even messaged them. They did not reply. And I found this old post. And with the ages, it makes sense that it's the same boyfriend. 
which adds a whole brand new scope on this. If the tattoo was an issue beforehand, is it possible that it's a different guy, but it's still an issue about tattoos? Or is it the same guy? In which case, did he not get a tattoo with the first girl and now is getting one with a second girl? Are they the same girl? Well, she says classmate, so it could be the same person because they said it was a high school friend, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, But this is a whole different thing where he was planning it for ages and now she doesn't. She like didn't like it as opposed to the other one where it was a surprise one that she had no idea of. Was it a surprise? Because it just says... You know, she he got it. It could have been a, like the same tattoo that was always planned. Just she never knew he had it or was gonna get it. Maybe it's a lot though, Dan. I think we should. Either way, it's like the, series on this. This is the, enough drama for a whole Riverdale. This doesn't change how I feel about this guy or my answer to the question. Where it's like, don't feel bad that you broke up with this guy. He sucks. He also seems like borderline so sociopathic. Like adding people arbitrarily to the will like i like everything he was a will at 25 well and like getting facebook married to piss off her boyfriend like none of it makes any sense to me none of it screams maturity none of it seems like he's a good partner like every part of this seems like you are you've done yourself a favor he's done you a favor by provoking you to leave him like all of this is good news yes does it hurt yes does it suck sure but does that mean you're never going to love again? Let me tell you, you will, because it sounds like pretty much anyone's going to be better than this guy. Yeah, the the like the whole like, oh, I'm Facebook married. Oh, we're going to have a kid together. Oh, we're actually married. Like, it just seems like he's trying to needle you and get you jealous. The will thing is wild. I don't understand why you'd be upset at it, though, really, because it's like, fuck it. If he wants to give his car to someone, why does it bother you? But I do love how all your problems are tattoo-based. Maybe date someone whose tattoos are against their religion. Yeah, or someone who has, like, paper skin where they can't tattoo because they'll just pierce right through them and break their bones. <laughs> just completely unravel their skin, like breaking a frozen water balloon. Ever see that? I have. It's great. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. when you think it's skin, though. No, not when it's a human person. <laughs> but hey, you'd be safe because... Show them that video and be like, this will happen to you. Maybe find someone who doesn't know that human bodies don't act like that. I tell them that that's what it is. And then you'll be safe. No tattoos for you. Yeah. So your options are date maybe like a seven-year-old or a hardcore Old Testament Christian. There you go. We've solved it. And Hey, guess what? Both these people will probably be more mature, better partners than this guy. That's true. I find it surprising you're so on her side. But maybe it's just because you haven't read the whole thing like in depth because... It's just there's a lot of weird stuff from her angle, too, man. But I don't know, like I said, like the, the telling thing is him being like, I treat you like this all the time. Well, if that is if that's is, a though, direct quote, if he is, then... though, is it bad for him to at least be able to, like, admit it? Right. It's not that, like, he's not lying or making excuses. If she's suddenly like, whoa, what the fuck? And he's like, I do this all the time. Maybe he never knew he was a massive dickhead. And that's one thing. But it's like that itself. I love how you're so offended by that. But it's like if he's saying like, I do this all the time, like and it, he does, then she should have been gone long before. You could say that about like any abusive relationship of being like, I've always hit you. Why are you choosing now to leave? I feel like abusers usually don't say, oh, I've always been like this. They're usually like, oh, no, no, baby, here's an excuse and whatever. That's why I'm saying this guy sounds like a sociopath where he's like, I treat you like shit all the time. Why is this the point where you're choosing to leave? As opposed to being like trying to cover it up or trying to make excuses, trying to get her to stay. I guess it depends what she brought up while she was saying this. 
But yes. Maybe he just buys her mops all the time, man. <laughs> Baby, I get you mops all the time and you said you love it. You said you love mops. <laughs> all right, hit me. Uh, this comes from Reddit user Right Wing Pegging Club. Oh, God. She says she likes to go three rounds whenever she has sex. How exactly do I do that? I get the obvious, do it three times, but the actual logistics of it are pretty confusing and even a bit intimidating. I've got a high libido and plenty of stamina, but even for me, if I nut once really hard, I'm pretty spent, probably for a minimum 10 minutes. And each round of sex is usually decided as quote-unquote over after the guy comes, right? Do I end a round without coming? Why not just do one really long session? I think she's just talking a big game. What do you guys think? We're both in our 20s, and I'm more experienced. We haven't had sex due to circumstances, but we're going to any day. I have been discussing it a bit. So, like, so much wrong. We, we once we once got yelled at, not yelled at, but we were kindly reprimanded by a tantric sex, uh, like, page on Twitter, because we said that, like, most guys only, like, come once, and, like, multiple orgasms for guys pretty rare. Um... I still stand by that because it is pretty rare. Like you have to literally go and delve into Tantra and, and all that, or be a particularly, I don't know, blessed person to be able to do that. Like the general norm, not to say it's impossible, obviously. Um, but it, it, the general norm is like, you know, once and then at least a small gap. Right. So to that end, going three rounds as a, as a matter of course, it's just not realistic. If if you think three rounds is three times, like you you all coming three times or like fucking in three male involved ways, if it's that she wants to come three times, sure, that's totally different. Like I I think he kind of got it correct when he said she's talking a big game. Yes, it it screams to me like I the closest I've heard to this was off someone who I then found out was a virgin, and I was like what. I was wondering why you're saying all this mad shit that doesn't make any sense. Um, I was very confused because I was like, God, what are they talking about? Like, this is some weird, like, obnoxious, arrogant energy they're bringing to to these discussions. And then it just turns out, I guess they were insecure and we're trying to, like, sound better than, I don't know, trying to make up for it, I guess, with big talk. Yeah, I'm, but like, I want to I want to walk back a bit to the point where he says... Each round of sex is usually decided as over after the guy comes. Yeah, that's just so wrong. Um, which is why I was saying if she wants to come three times, sure. If she like has a thing where she wants to come three times, it's also kind of weird just to be like, that's what I expect. It's so arbitrary. It's so like, I've never gone into sex being like, well, this isn't over until I've done, you know, X or like, I need to be like, it's, she's acting like sex is like a daily in a fucking you mean sex is a recipe. This will all make sense later. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, it seems like she's like being like, well, you know, doggy style for five minutes and, uh, you know, three orgasms. And it's like, who fucking cares? Like good sex is good sex, regardless of you know how many times you guys have come or blah 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 blah. if yes. you've enjoyed the sex then you've had good sex then what does it matter about any sort of other arbitrary parameters that you've like pre-existing walking into the situation like it makes no sense to me yeah you can have like one big orgasm or just like hit the point where like you're done and it's you know maybe it's one maybe it's two maybe it's fucking five like there is no or there shouldn't be like this arbitrary number because then it's like 
let's say you're done after one or two, but your partner's like, well, got to keep going. And like, what do you say then? Oh, sorry, this time I'm breaking my rule. Why? Like, it's it just everything's so bizarre. So what I'm saying is if it is like her orgasming three times, it is a lot more possible than you coming three times. But it's still fucking weird. Nothing and about this is right. Because even if it's in the possible realms, they're making weird claims and weird statements that are just going to make sex unenjoyable and bizarre. And if it's not that, then they just don't know how it works. And you're going to have a very sore dick trying to figure this all out. I also think there's a, like, my big problem with this, despite all sort of like the little things we just talked about, my big problem is she's setting parameters about their sexual relationship without discussing him at all. Yes, you know what I mean? they also there's, haven't had sex yet. There's been no communication as to like, like, if you have to go to Red and be like, I don't know what she means. Then it's like, okay, you've, you've, you're starting off on the wrong foot of like, if she's like, hey, I, when I have sex, I like to go three rounds an accurate or like an appropriate question be like what do you mean by that because then you don't have to guess then you don't have to wonder and hopefully she will explain it and if she doesn't explain it then it's like she's not going to be a good sexual partner if what she wants requires guesswork i think we could already establish she's not going to be a good sexual partner at least initially like nothing that she said here it makes for anything the only way i can see this having gone down that isn't like super bizarre it's like maybe she just got carried away they were dirty talking he's like oh yeah i like blah blah she's like oh yeah i always go three rounds and she's like why did i why did i say that oh fuck what what what, why did i say that what does that mean maybe she's just actually really into mma and thought you guys were talking about something else he was like i'm gonna choke (laughs) you she's like i know i always go three rounds man you think you're going to make me tap out? I fucking always go three. Try submit me. My big issue is that because like it, it sort of has the same vibe. Like what if this dude, like if we flip it around and a guy was like, oh yeah, you know, every morning I, I have to wake up with a blowjob. So you got to give me, you got to give me a blowjob every morning. Cause that's just how I like it. It's like, you don't get to make mm-hmm. those claims. You don't like, get to make those decisions. I, I, I like to come every day. You know, I like my partner to make me come every day. Like that. You can't just say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah literally anything like even if he's just like oh i only finish in in her mouth or on your face you know what i mean it's like cool that's great for you but like you do need the other person's consent and agreement in order to do these things regardless of what you like yeah it's super unrealistic to impossible to expect you to be able to come deflate you know re-engage and you know repeat three times so that's off the table. It's super weird for her to like demand three orgasms per go. And if you get those two off the table, what's left aside from actual boxing, in which case, yeah. if she is experienced and you're not, she's going to kick the shit out of you. That's not <laughs> she, will, she will beat the hell out of you. Yeah. But I do understand why he didn't go. What, what do you mean? Because I'm sure he doesn't want to come off as like, you know, not experienced or, you know, ruin the sexy vibe. Cause like, you guys are like back and forth about fucking and it's coming up. You're excited. And she says something like you don't want to be that uncool person who's like, wait, what What? What do you mean? No, but I also don't want to encourage people to not clarify what their sexual partner wants. No, 100 percent. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm just saying I understand why he didn't do it. Yeah, for sure. And like um, there's a time and place, right? Like if you guys are sexting, then yeah, for sure. Carry on with that. But then like there's no harm in later bringing it up with your partner and being like, hey, so, you know, 
we talked about this. You mentioned that you wanted to go three rounds. Like, let's talk about that because I don't think I could do it. Yeah. That totally fair. This is by Overhead Sprinkler. Can someone give me a step-by-step guide of what to do after sex? How do you clean up? So you get done having sex, and now there's a cum-filled condom hanging off your dick. What is the first thing you do? Do you keep the condom on? Do you take it off? If you keep the condom on, do you just cuddle with that rubber, cum-filled bag on your dick? That seems pretty gross to cuddle in. If you take it off, do you make a joke about it while the girl lays in bed looking at you? If you take it off, where do you put it? Is there a trash can in your room, or do you have to run to the bathroom with it? Do you keep tissues in your room for that sort of thing? Don't your hands smell like latex now? Do you wash them? If you don't go wash them, you still have pussy juices and cum and lube and latex on your hands. Isn't that annoying when you smear it all over your phone? What about the girl? If she wants to stay and cuddle, doesn't she need to clean up? What things does the girl need? Do I need to give her tissues? Don't tissues fall apart and get fuzzies all over your hands? Would a towel be better? Wet wipes maybe? For that reason, should there be a trash can on both sides of the bed so she doesn't have to hand me her gross tissues slash wipes? Can I go to the bathroom and wash up? In another thread, a dude said this gives the impression to the girl that sex with her was disgusting. What about dribbling out cum in bed? Do you keep a spare towel between you? Where do you put this towel beforehand? I'm serious. Everyone likes to act like they know what they're doing. But what are you supposed to do during the awkward moments immediately after sex? I get that we're going to make fun of this guy for his frantic nature. <laughs> yes, it's it's a lot. Let, let, let's, let's get that out of the way for now. I love this. It's, and it's adorable. But it's, whoa. Whoa, dude. I but here's the thing is they're all valid questions. I think at some point in time, these have all crossed everyone's mind. I don't think maybe as manic as this, but like, I'm sure every dude has been like, should I go get her a towel? Or, you know what I mean? Like the, all those little things where it's like, especially the first time you have sex, like I don't like, you don't really know the protocol. And I'm going to tell you, my dude, there isn't really one. I'll say it changed happy. Hats off for the foresight to realize that this is what happens at the end. Because, like, I think a lot of people, especially when it's your first time, you're not thinking about afterwards. You're thinking about it and only it. And it's only when you get to the end that you're there and you're like, oh, damn. I don't have a, a trash can in my room and my parents are downstairs, so I can't just waddle into the hallway condom in hand. Why would you be waddling if you have your condom in your hand? Because there's two on your feet, too. And it's slippy. <laughs> Because you've stretched it over both of you, you're both your legs that are now hopping like a like you're in a sleeping bag. Yeah, hundred percent. How else do you do it? <laughs> that, I mean, there you go. That's the answer to the question. You take your condom off your penis mm-hmm. and then climb inside of it mm-hmm. and <laughs> walk your way down the hall. Hundred percent. There you go. But yeah, this is a lot though. What's your after sex ritual? What do you do? I was gonna make a joke about just rubbing your dick on the sheets, like that one question we did. But like, I'm pretty easy going. You know, I've got, I've got a a trash bag in my room usually i'll get rid of it as soon as possible i've definitely back in my less experienced days done the whole like cuddle with the condom on but like as you slowly grow soft i do want to stop you right here Mm -hmm. you said you have a trash bag in your room yes do you, yeah. Is it in a garbage can as well, or is yeah, it just a loose condom? Hangs off the back of my door. It's just a bag. I'll put trash in there. Is it specifically for condoms? Is it, do you no, just have just like... in general? You know, like if I have paper, I don't usually put much in it. But okay, maybe that's weird. <laughs> I think it's a little weird. Okay, well maybe I'll get an actual trash. But I do have a treasure <laughs> chest where my condoms are, so it evens out. That's fair. I think I'm all more on it. Like I'm a, once I finish having sex, I want to get that condom off immediately. Yeah. I would say do that because 
when I was younger and less experienced, I definitely would like get in the like, you know, cuddle, uh, and then you slowly go soft and then it's, it's either going to fall off or get lost or they move. And then you just schlop it somewhere. No one wants that. You also don't want to like get into a nice cuddle and then have to move. You know what I mean? As you slowly, you know, so I would immediately after you're done, you know, have it somewhere in arms reach, get rid of that fucker. And then you can cuddle nicely. It's all good. Uh, the sooner, the better, really. Also, usually they're not paying attention anyway. When you've just finished, they don't know where they are. That sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's like you have a grace period where they're just like, whoa. And you get to just like bin it, lie down in bed, not worry about it. And aside from that, like unless it got really messy or like you're doing anal and you want to go wash your hands, you know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Like you just had sex. It's it's messy, whatever. Like you're probably a little sweaty, probably got some stuff on your hands, but like it's nothing you both haven't seen or touched before. It's like maybe don't smear it anywhere but like get a fucking cuddle in if that's where you're at that's what it always weirds me out when people are like ew it's like you guys literally have just gotten all your juices everywhere like now is not the time to be coy about what's where you know what i mean like chances are you've got you know vaginal secretions in your beard and on your mm -hmm. mouth and in your you know all of your hands on your thighs like don't get fucking weird about it now. Like sex is messy. Mm -hmm. And if you know what I mean, like, and depending on what you guys are doing, like it, maybe she wants you to finish on her, or maybe she's a squirt. Like the amount of juices being swapped between the two of you, like grow up. Don't worry about it. I do get it. Like I, like I said, I'm a big cleaner guy. I'd like to get the condom off as soon as I can. I usually give it a quick pat down and, and with, with like a Kleenex or something. Um, if you want to be you a little more... You pat it down? The, the condom? Yeah. Just Why? let it know that it's done a good job. No. Yeah, no, you um, pat it. You don't pat it down. That, that makes <laughs> you feel disgusting. You just like give it one of those like... I... Good, good job, buddy. Also, yeah. here here's a, a, a tip. Don't flush your condoms down the toilet. No, don't do that. I know a you person will. who went to their parents' cottage once as a teen, and they flushed a bunch of condoms down the toilet, blocked it, and then their dad had to fish their used condoms out and was not happy with them. Yeah, that that will just fuck up your pipes. Throw them out. If and you're not. worried about, you know, depending on how close it is to your bed, like, get rid of them. Like, just empty your, your garbage can at the end of the night. Otherwise, your room is going to probably smell like old semen. Which yeah, you don't isn't... want to smell like old jizz. And that's the thing. So there is, it's like the, the 10 second rule when you drop something, your juices and everything, they're fine for a cuddle. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're fine for like a good hour, at least, depending on what you're doing. But you don't want to leave those juices on you, on the bed, on whatever, for, for too long. You know what I mean? So like if you have a big cum filled bucket beside your bed, not great. Also, it is very it, it's super, super healthy and like highly recommended that you pee after sex. So like especially if, you, if you're a girl, especially if you're a woman, um, it's not so much of an issue if you're a dude using condoms, but like no harm in taking preventative measures against UTIs. You know what yeah, I mean? So if you do need to UTI. slip away, then slip away to the bathroom and like no one's going to be like, oh, wow, he he went to the bathroom after sex. It's like, yeah, they, like you should, too. Get in there. And if while you're getting up. If you want to ask her if she needs anything while you're up, then you're being courteous. You're so you're you know you're taking care of your needs. You're seeing if she needs anything. 
problem solved. Like, you, just relax. There's, I think that is the key to this, is relax. There's definitely nothing wrong with having a towel and tissues on hand. You know what I mean? Just in general, but especially if, like, you're going to come on someone or, like, you know, they're a squirter or whatever. Like, just, just have them on hand. It's not that hard, you know? It doesn't have to be a special towel. It could be one of your towels. Just fucking wash it afterwards, you know? Have some we tissues. specifically have a sex towel. There you go. Especially, yeah. I just have them on the side of the bed. Now, if you are somebody who is, you know, squeamish about juices or whatever, um, ignore us telling you to calm down because that's not going to help. And just be open with your partner about these things. Like, try to... You know, if you do want to go clean off, try to do it unobtrusively. Don't like run off yelling "ew" and like holding your hands away from you like they're on fire. Um, you know, be feel free to be open because like if you feel that way, you feel that way. Like there's no harm. Um, but you, you know, just be cognizant of like how somebody might view that if they're not used to it. You know, but that's about it. Like you do you, but you don't have to overthink it. But do get that condom off you as soon as possible. Yeah, I used to love like giving people the the chance to also decide whether or not they wanted to stay. You know what I mean? Like taking the the you know three minutes to go to the bathroom and sort of like give myself a little splash and and wipe. Would I would come back and like sometimes if they were fully closed, I'd be like, okay, I know you you just want to bounce, which is cool, mm-hmm. great. Whereas like if you go right into sort of like the cuddling, it's kind of like mm, implied that point. you're. And it's also harder to leave if you do want to leave. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know. That's a different that's a, question. It's a certain it's kind just, of fucking. Yeah, that that was just like, a, 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 one thing I really liked about being able to like wander off and give myself a clean is I, I allow people to, to sort of like make a decision. You should always allow them to make a decision, Dan. Well, only if I've finished do they get to make a decision. Only if I've gone three rounds and a half. <laughs> I think it's that time. Yeah, we've we've talked about cleaning up juices, but what about cleaning up the downstairs? I'm trying to think of a word that means hair and rhymes what with juices. And I don't know why. I don't know why I walked myself into that corner. Anyway, let's take a quick break. Spruces? <laughs> Sprucing? We've talked about vaginal juicing. Now let's talk about testicular sprucing. There it is. Let's go. Now, Dane, I think we can all agree dating during a pandemic is competitive and tough. But don't worry, there's optimism with Valentine's Day right around the corner. I want you to be prepared for this holiday by presenting the prettiest dong possible. That's why our sponsors, Manscaped, have created products that will make your Valentine's Day date say, Wow, great set of balls you have there. I have actually, at some point, had someone compliment my balls, and it was it wasn't like asked for, but it was it was, <laughs> it was like, it was hi, like, can you compliment my balls? no it was just like we were just talking and someone was just like yeah like your great balls and i was like that's a weird okay but now having really sort of like given myself the luxurious ball treatment like well i'm ready to have my balls complimented whenever yeah i'm almost sad that more people aren't seeing my balls and it's it's a thing i don't think i've ever thought in my life but like they're they're sleek they smell fucking great i will say the ball deodorant is like it's like cologne almost it's good it's nice it's no yeah. two million men are already trusting Manscaped products to make their testes their finest. So I don't know about you, but like my favorite gifts are the kind of gifts that like it's good for you too. You know what I mean? 
right? It's like a little a little gift for yourself as well. So for any of the girls out there who are listening, who have some, you know, some men that need scaping in their lives, get them a gift that's good for you and them. You're going to get some clean balls that smell great in your life. And the best way to get started with that is heading over to Manscaped and getting the Perfect Package 3.0. It's the ultimate hygiene package for your below-the-waist grooming needs. So what's, what's the headliner in this package, Dane? Uh, it's going to be, I mean... I know what they want us to say. They want us to talk about the lawnmower 3.0. And yeah, it's fucking incredible. But for me, it's it's those smelly good things. You know what I mean? The all deodorant and the, the crop reviver. You know um, what? But- I get you because like I feel like as a man, you don't have many smelly good things, right? It's like if I go into my girlfriend's side of the bathroom, there's there's stuff in there. I don't even know what it's for, you know? There's like specific creams for like really like for nose cream and like hair perfume and shit. We don't get that. But now, especially not for our balls. No, specifically not for our balls. Like you can't spray cologne on your dick. No, you just can't do it. It's it's not balanced. Unlike all the stuff that Manscaped gives you, it has like a proper pH balance and is specifically designed to be put on the sensitive area that is your balls. Yeah, it smells good. And also, we did have that one question arguing about people spritzing their their genitals with like underarm deodorant. Yeah, back in the day. Never do that. We said never do that back then. Now there's a reason to never do that. But let's talk about the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the pinnacle of male grooming accessories. It has advanced skin safe technology to make sure that you will never nick your balls again. If you use it properly, I'm sure you can probably, you know, do it if you are an idiot and don't follow instructions, but it, it would be a challenge. And it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. It's also waterproof, so you can groom it in the shower. There's not going to be a pube murder scene on the bathroom floor or in the sink. This will come into our next question, by the way. You'll thank us for this. We've already talked about the crop preserver and the crop reviver, ball toner and ball deodorant. Keep your balls from sweating, smelling and sticking. And like, they are very good. They will set the mood, especially for Valentine's Day, if you know what I mean. Wink. Wink. We mean sex. I mean, yeah, it's refreshing. Like I've started doing it when I get out of the shower after I've like, so I'll work out and then I'll grab a shower. And then I used I use the ball toner as just like a quick like, tsst, and it's just like, it just, it, it's the difference between having a good shower and having a great shower. Mm-hmm. And when you have a great shower at the beginning of the day, you know, what's going to be a good day. Like it just changes your mindset. What's even better is there are crop mops, which are ball wipes. You can just keep them in your wallet in a date because you never know when the magic can happen. And if it does, you can be prepared. Yeah. Just pop into the bathroom, pull it out of your pocket, give yourself a quick like rub down. It's unintrusive. It's quick, it's easy, you toss them out, and you're fresh as a fucking daisy. On top of that, Manscaped boxers are one of the most comfortable I've worn. They do look very good. They're sexy boxers, but honestly, just like, I would wear them to work just because they are nice to have on. Yeah, I as soon as I got my package, I was like, I'm putting these on. And I ran into the bathroom, or the bedroom, and like, tried them on. And then I, pretty much immediately after that, ordered another set. I bought three more uh, pairs of, of boxers. They're probably the most comfortable pair of underwear I've ever worn. And they also have like the similar sort of technology that the 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 ball deodorant does. And it it's meant for anti-chafing and, and reducing wetness and swap crotch. So like if you're a person like us and you're active and you're running around, you will you'll thank yourself because you won't have that dreaded swamp dick. You know that you've like sort of taken care of everything below your waist. You're you're looking good. You're smelling good. You don't want to neglect the upper body because that's arguably the half that most people are going to interact with on a daily basis. That's why you can get Manscaped's refined cologne and their signature scent. It's got all the sort of like 
smelling deliciousness power of the other stuff. But this is something that like everyday people can smell on you without, you know, shoving your balls in their face. It'll also help you get to the point where you can shove your balls in their face. Yeah, everyone likes people who smell good. Like there's, I think it's a universal trait where it's like, if you smell good, you are immediately like knocked a couple pegs higher and the sort of like head turning ability. You're already ticking boxes. What can we do for you? We've told you about all this great stuff. Now we're going to give you a Valentine's Day gift of our own, courtesy of Manscaped. We're giving you a promo code to save yourself 20% off the perfect package or any of the other products on the store. Uh, you get 20% off and free shipping by using the promo code BUDDIES20. That is B U D D I E S 2 0. This works internationally, and your balls will thank you. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUDDIES20 at manscaped.com. It's time to make February 13th International Trim Your Pubes Day with Manscaped. Okay, are you ready? Is it yep. your turn? Is it my turn? I gotta hit you with something. Uh, it's my turn. Okay. We had a good little discussion question last before the break so i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you with this and i think it's gonna it's something that that we should talk about i don't think we've talked about it this comes from reddit user silky bonjour which is a great name by the way that's perfect i'm curious to know what you guys consider bad sex is it slow boring too rough no chemistry hey y'all i'm honestly curious just to compare my past sexual experience with you guys because i think towards the end of my relationship i was having very very boring sex with my ex there was no chemistry and it seemed like we just did it uh, to get off rather than enjoy the experience. Let me know. There's nothing wrong with slow. There's definitely something wrong with boring. Yeah, I think they were just listed like, is, mm -hmm. is slow sex bad sex for you? No. So this is a personal thing. Yeah, I don't think slow sex is ever just bad sex. It may be someone, but I feel like that just means you're with someone who's doing it wrong. Maybe. I mean, there might be people who hate slow sex. I don't know. I don't but again, know. like, we're not here to yuck anyone's... I'm, we're not I'm here to yuck, yuck anyone's yums. Give me your yum right now. Spooky girls, yuck. Take that back. So... For me, I think, like, timid sex. And I don't okay. mean, like, you know, you can roleplay timidity and you can, you know, whatever. But it's, like, if you're not, like, if you're not confident and if you're not, like, into it. Well, being into it, firstly, you know, that, that's a, a different thing, mm -hmm. you know. But it's, like, if you don't act like you're into it, if you're just, like, if you're disengaged, I think, like, that's definitely one. Like, if someone's just giving you a hand job or a blow job or, like, foreplay and, like, they don't feel like they're into it. They're just, like, you know, painting by numbers. They're ticking the box. That kills it for me. But other than that, it's just like, you know, if you're not doing anything, if you're just lying there like a corpse, obviously not, not great. And the other thing is like really obnoxiously loud, fake reactions. Because I had someone, I've told you about this before, it was like porn for the hard of hearing. It was terrible. So those are a little, a little soupçon of mine. You go, you go for yours. Yeah, I think a lot of that I will mirror, uh, especially the, the loud, like, over the top reactions it's it's a lot to take and it, and even if it is genuine it feels fake um and it also it's like it's inconsiderate like no one you don't need to broadcast to everyone that you're having sex mm -hmm. and i know there are people out there who are just naturally loud but like you can be aware of your the noise you're making like 90 percent of the time so you know sometimes if you lose control that's fine cool great but like most people our age have roommates or live in buildings that have neighbors. So like that takes me out of it. Like if I was ever with someone who was really, really loud, I'd be like, fuck, this sucks. 
for my roommate right now. And that yeah. isn't something I should be thinking about while having sex. Exactly. Anything that's taking you out of the experience. And it's like, again, a bit of loudness is fine. You know what I mean? Even if you're a loud person, whatever. But like, if you just don't give a fuck enough to even try to modulate it or you're just putting it on, that sucks. Um, and the other big thing for me is um, not listening to either verbal or nonverbal cues of things where it's like, there would be times where, uh, for me, it's it, nipples. It, like for some reason, <laughs> I knew you were going women, for the nipples. Women always go for my nipples, and I fucking hate people touching my. Like I get no pleasure from it. And nine times out of ten, the like licking will always be biting. I don't know why it happens, but the amount of times I've had women bite my nipples, and it's like, okay, you've tried something out, and I'll be like, hey, I, I'm not into that, and they don't listen. I immediately like do not want to have sex anymore. Like I get like a, a like a toddler and I like I want to cross my arms and like pout. <laughs> and that means like that is not that is not sexy for anyone. Um so I think and, and there are also other times where like I will if you know say like a leg is cramping or something I'm like oh I got to like switch position and they're like no I like this. It's like well cool but like yeah, my legs. collaborative. <laughs> yeah, it's like I understand that you're enjoying this, but like maybe we could work something else where I'm not dying. Yeah. Um. So it's like I, I, the the give and take of sex, of of you know working together, and like if that if I feel like I really have to sort of like beg you to be a participant or or a team, yeah, then I'm not gonna probably want to have sex with you again. Yeah, I think a lot of what I was saying kind of goes around that too. It's like if if you're not putting the work in, but I am, or like if I'm putting in more interest and you're not, like if you're not meeting in the middle, you know, unless again, it's like some situation where you're role playing or, you know, one person's tied up, that's different. Yes. Um, but if you're not kind of honoring the pack because it's a team fucking game, that, that just sucks. I just thought it would be something interesting because like, we always talk about like what you should do and all that. And I thought maybe, maybe it'd be nice to just vocally express what we don't like in sex. Uh, anyway, because uh, we just speak, well, just speak, we just spoke about like, you know, grooming downstairs. If you have like, if you have shaved, but it's come up a little bit and it's prickly, don't grind it on my, my sensitive ass dick. That's <laughs> yeah. not great. Like be aware of your body. It's like, I don't like needle your clit. Right. So it's like realize that a dick is quite sensitive and treat it accordingly. Yeah. All right. Hit me. All right. So I think I'm going to toss out our red flag Twitters, Tinders, Tinders, our red flag online dating profiles and kind of amalgamate them with, my, with our last question. And we sent out a bit of an online blast. We've got a pretty good response from a lot of people on this one. So this is going to be an interactive kind of bit of them, bit of us question. This is by Dr. Buttsex, PhD. What would you consider a red flag when going to a guy's apartment for the first time? I'm trying to make sure my apartment isn't woman repellent. Before you ask, I keep it extremely clean, wondering what else would turn a girl off. Did you want me to hit you with our responses or do you want to hit me with what you think first? Um, so here are the things that I used to do to like prepare to have a lady over to my apartment. Uh, one, I would empty my garbage can. You mean the, the bag that hangs on the back of your door? Yeah, or, or if you're Nile, your trash sack that you just have... <laughs> collecting old condoms in the corner of your room so i would yeah i would always empty my garbage can i would make my bed and i would clean my toilet those would be my three big things solid 
Um, everything else, it's like I I wouldn't put a whole lot of like posturing in like what I had available. Like I had a a, a shelf over my bed with like a bunch of nerdy shit on it, and I wouldn't ever move any of that because that's me. Those are things that I love. Those are things that I'm into. I'm not going to tailor what I present to women in order to appeal to them. You know what I mean? And I agree. I don't think you should do that. Like by all means, have things tidy and clean. You know what I mean? Those are two different things. Um, but you don't need it like clinical. You know what I mean? You don't need like scoured surfaces and gleaming everything. Cause like if it feels like a showroom or like a serial killer's den, it's going to be weird. Uh, one thing I would say that like at once you hit a certain age, like the sexy girl posters, I think yeah. you need to retire. I would imagine just get rid of them. I've never had like a sexy girl poster up because I always thought they were a little like weird, but like, I, I that's just, it's not a great look if you're trying to come across at any kind of maturity. I also think like back to your like clean the garbages thing, you got to make sure there's absolutely zero evidence of you having had sex with other people because that's gross, right? If someone like looks in the, you know, bin beside your bed and sees a used condom, it doesn't matter how long ago it was, it doesn't matter that you were safe. It's a gross thing to see and it's going to ruin the whole experience for them. So just like, just clean, clean that stuff out, you know, don't have like your cum sock or your cum brag or your cum tissues stacked anywhere. Like just make sure that stuff's out of there. I think it, the biggest red flag is when you come in and everything is covered in, uh, if, if it's been like Dextered, so everything's like plastic wrapped and they've got like a, a table with a bunch of knives on it. Did I ever tell you the story about my plastic wrap situation? I was going to get you to talk about your one where you're, there's a giant room full of mannequins. Cause that seemed to me like a red flag. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, there's this one, I mean, lovely lady who I ended up sleeping with for ages, but uh, she was a like fashion designer. And when I was going to the bathroom, her whole back room was just filled with various mannequins. And it was terrifying. I think I would probably red flag the mannequins. Them specifically or her? Well, like the mannequins are the red flag. She's not a red flag that you shouldn't keep seeing the mannequins. game. <laughs> Yeah, no, I or at least warn people when they're going to the bathroom and it's nighttime and that you have an army of mannequins. It's like, I get it. Those are her, like, she uses those for work. Great. But no, I I was doing a film uh, way back when, and it was it was uh, set was in like a pop drawer. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like I have, I had, I mean, I still have them, but I had a bunch of like weapons and uh like costumes and stuff and i had that all set up in my i had like this huge double closet that used to be like a his and her closet and one side like was a single door which was my stuff and then when i broke up with my ex i had this huge double door closet that had nothing in it so i turned it into sort of like my armory and wardrobe thing and at the time it was like guns and weapons and handcuffs and balaclavas and you know bulletproof vests and shit but i was also working on a film at the time and it was set in like a warehouse with sort of like that plastic wrap uh like quarantine area kind of thing mm -hmm. so i had like meters and meters of this <laughs> this plastic wrap roll that i had tried i fit most of it under my bed uh but i still had a bunch of it that was just kind of like chilling in this closet and uh, the the woman I had just finished sleeping with wanted to get a shirt, and I was like, oh, I just grab one from the closet." And she opened the, the double door closet, closet and, and revealed what I'm sure looked like a murder closet. 
because it was filled with nothing but weapons and plastic wrap. And <laughs> I've never seen also there was I had all my like YouTube gear in there as well. So I had like three tripods and like little <laughs> like handy cams all set up and on it as well. Hooks and barrels full of formaldehyde. <laughs> I've never seen someone nope the hell out of my apartment faster than that. And I don't blame her. Uh, she did, not surprisingly, never respond to any of my texts ever again. Well, good job. Don't do that, people. Or at least, like, again, if you have a room full of mannequins, explain that first. Yeah. And if you have a murder closet, don't let people open it. Yeah. Okay, so we have a response uh, on Twitter. That says, loose hairs in random spots is a total red flag. Your bachelor, fine. Your bachelor with random hairs stuck to your walls, and now it's on your toilet and in your belly button. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And then on Instagram, we get a whole bunch of responses. I'm just going to read them out. Feel free to stop me at any point sure. and just, you know, comment on them or agree or disagree or whatever. Uh, dirty bathroom is our first one. Dirty mm-hmm. sheets and hair in the bathroom. Dirty sheets, 100%. Don't have that. Got to yeah. keep them clean. All right. If you got clean balls, as a result of Manscaped, you have clean sheets. And if IKEA wants to sponsor us too, we will delve into that on in further detail. Uh, one dish and one set of utensils only. That's fair. Yeah. You should have the enough part. to be able to at least, I think four people at least. I mean, it's it's hard not to. Like every dish set comes with four. It's true. Uh, no furniture. It's a red flag. Sticky surfaces. Yeah. Doesn't give a house tour. Okay. That's weird. Now, yeah, no. if it's like they don't tell you where the bathroom is, sure. But like, I don't think you should be like, oh, hey, hey, I just brought you home. So hold on. Now, this is the kitchen. This is where I do my omelets. And, you know, I've been getting really into waffles. Um, this is the living. You know, you don't need to do that. Now, the only time, like, I would say, sure, if you live alone and you wanted a smooth way to transition naturally into the bedroom. If you have roommates, it makes sense to go right to the bedroom. If you live alone, you could be like, hey, let me show you around and end in the bedroom. And now you're in the bedroom. Ooh, Great. Okay. Cool. Right. Like, I understand that. But like, if like when I was living with my roommate, I wouldn't be like, oh, hey, sorry, buddy. Like, I'm just showing my Tinder date around. Right. Anyway, here's where my ha- roommate hangs out. <laughs> like, this is Dave's weird. room. Hey, Dave, come come see. What's your name again? Um, yeah. Sheets aren't freshly washed. I do not want sloppy second sheets. What's in his fridge? Are there any books or any sort of artistic visual in the house? That's fair. But the the fridge thing, don't go through my fucking fridge. That's weird. Did I tell you about the person who started cooking me up my pierogies from my freezer without asking me? Yeah. I went to the bathroom. I come back. She's nowhere to be found. She's in the fucking kitchen boiling pierogies without permission. Uh, If he doesn't recycle. How are you going to find that one out? I mean, I guess like rummage around under the sink to see if he has a recycling bin. You got to bring a can of Pepsi with you wherever you go. And when you get in, you yeah. pop it, chug it and hand it to them and watch them with fucking eagle eyes. See where he puts that can. Uh, dead bodies. Yeah. Checks out. MAGA hat. Fair. Nickelback album. Okay. I disagree. You can't yeah. shame people that hard for like their musical preferences. No, there's nothing wrong with Nickelback. They fucking, everyone loved how you remind me. Don't lie to yourself. Have you heard their sea shanty? No. Yeah, they did a version of Rockstar as a sea shanty because of the whole TikTok trend. They created their own TikTok just to do this one shanty and they haven't put anything else on. It's great. That's incredible. I mean, their first album is actually a pretty decent, like, alt-rock album. Yeah, they got some good shit. This one's weird to me. Doesn't have a second phone charger. Yeah. Yeah, I don't love that. I mean, like, I don't... Why? Like, why would they have a second phone charger? It's like, 
you know, if specifically it's like you're expecting them to have the same phone as you, presumably yeah. bring your own fucking cable. If your phone's going to die, if you've got a, ca- a phone that has a weird ass cable, just put a small one in your fucking bag. It's fine. Or your coat. Yeah, that's super fucking weird. Because like if I had if I was seeing someone who had an iPhone, it's like, am I supposed to have like one of those Uber like multi dongle charging cable? Because like that seems like you're just like catering to having multiple people over. Yeah, I would imagine like the same like half the world would be like, oh, well, you got so many chargers, boo. Uh, mattress directly on the floor over the age of 22. Yeah. That's I fair. do think you gotta you gotta have a good bed frame. I'm not good, but just like a, an actual one. <laughs> no soap or toilet roll. That is a red flag. Oh, 100 percent You can't wash their because hands or how you poop it. Yeah. You you're gonna go down there, it's gonna be an unfathomable swamp. The thing is, is if you don't have any toilet paper, what do you what are you wiping your ass with? And you don't have soap? Because presumably whatever you're using probably isn't sanitary. Yeah. This is a one way, you know, we talked about fucking UTIs. That is a one-stop shop for UTIs on the best case scenario. Uh, dirty, smelly sheets, dirty bathroom, no sign of real food in the kitchen. Again, stop going through people's kitchen. Like food insecurity is a, is a thing. Like you don't know this person's financial status. Leave them alone. Yeah. Also, it's like, I get it. If you're on a date and like you come over and you're like, oh, like I'm hungry. Like it's kind of on you to have eaten before you came. Guests can always get takeout. But also it's like. If he doesn't have fucking like spinach in the fridge, who fucking cares? Yeah. Uh, his house is messy as fuck. Sure. No pillowcases. Yeah. That's a, I agree. Yeah. Okay. No books. I also agree. Yeah. He asked me to leave because his parents were coming. He was 32 or 17 crying, laughing face. I mean, it depends. Like now, Dane, were they coming for a you? visit? Was this you? And were you trying to get someone out of your place? Yeah. Did you just pull a knife on this man? <laughs> That's a valid thing if like if his parents were coming to visit him or like text him was like, hey, where are the neighborhood? We're swinging by. Like, great. OK, yeah, get out. <laughs> I feel like it would be weirder, like on the opposite side of things. Like, would you want to be like, oh, I'm now trapped here with his parents? Like after we just had like sweaty mattress on the floor sex. Now, if it was because he, you know, was a 30 year old man still living at home, then it's like, OK, I get it. That's fair. And lastly, but not leastly, things taped to the wall. You're an adult. Get a nice frame and hang that Zeppelin poster. Yeah, that's fair, too. Okay, so if we change that, I think a lot of those are applicable kind of across the board. Is there anything you would add specifically going to a girl's place? Um, I think for me specifically, it is. And it happened to me a bunch of times where it's like, don't invite me back to your place and then expect me to hang out with your roommate. Or like the amount of times I've gone and like, They've been like, oh, do you want to drink? It's like, yeah, for sure. It's like, okay, cool. And then we'll like, I'll go to the kitchen with them. And then, you know, their roommate will walk in and then we're expected to like hang out with them. It's like, I don't like, I don't care about this person. I'm here because I wanted to get you naked. Yeah. So can we, can we not hang out with your friends? Yeah. I I feel like I would be very cognizant of that. If like, you know, say my roommate came home, I'd be like, oh, hey, blah, 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 whatever. But it's like you know it sucks for the person you're with because they just have to awkwardly be like, hello, I am a stranger. I am in your home. This is great. It's it's so strange. And it's like, I feel like it's a it's a uh, lady and lady thing. I've been brought home and then the female roommate will come out and then like, I don't know if they're vetting me or mm-hmm. what the situation is. And I'm just like, should I just bounce? Because y'all just are having girl talk right now. And like, yeah, I don't know, what the, I don't know who or what you're talking about. So I'm just gonna skedaddle. Because this is not what I signed up for. I feel like a lot of it is vetting, but sometimes it's just like, 
the girl who brought you home doesn't want to feel like shamed or like slutty for just being like, we're going to the bedroom. So it's like this false dance of like, we're all respectable here. Or it's a roommate just fucking with you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we should probably end this. We should. I will just point out one really quick thing. There's a lot of people talking about hot dick in the comments or hot dick scent in the comments of the original question. It's very funny. What is hot dick? It's sense. the scent of hot dick. Like your okay. dick has been stewing in your boxers and you haven't manscaped it. Fair enough. Well, we have an option for that. Um, thank you very much for listening, friends. Uh, it has been a pleasure, as always, to deliver our advice to your ears. If you have a question you'd like to reach out to us and, an- and for us to answer it, you can hit us up on various means of social media. You can find us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast, or you can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore Buddies, on Instagram at FCK Buddies Podcast, or online at FBuddiesPodcast.com, or you can email us at FBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities, and thank for the song Paper Stars. And thank you for everyone who replied on Twitter and Instagram. You guys are the best. I also want to give a, a quick thank you to uh, our good friend Kyle Crawford, who has been helping us out on our social media and everything. You're incredible. Thank you very much. He's straight up revitalized our entire Instagram account, and we love him. Do you right. have some sex writing for us? Yeah, let's, I'm going to hit you right now with it. Great. So at the end of the episode, Niall trolls uh, various forms of media to find really poorly written sex scenes and other stuff <laughs> sometimes. Um, and makes us sit through it if she was wearing a bra it was a soft wisp of one a silk rag encircling her ribs her nipples rained down in his mind in the form of hard glittering gems diamonds and quartzes and those faceted clumps of rock crystal one grew in a jar on a string her breasts were ideally small precisely the size of a cup of his hand he weighed them and measured them marveling brushing them with his palms or the tips of his fingers the same way again and again with his now cost-off girlfriend from his previous school, he devolved the formula, capital F, and had then become imprisoned by it. First kissing with tongue for a fixed interval, then tits for a fixed interval, then fingering for a fixed interval before cumulatingly fucking. Never a step neglected nor a change to the order, a sex recipe. Cool. Sounds like this guy is lots of fun to have sex with. <laughs> Just being pelted by nipple stones? I th- I'm more thinking about his, like, you know, down to the second. Yeah, the thing we complained he, about earlier on, even though. Yeah, imagine, like, making out with someone and then, like, being like, oh, I'm going to unbuckle his pants and give him a blowjob. Be like, no, I have yet to complete tits and fingering. <laughs> He's, like, just looking at his watch, like, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Fingering. Stops kissing, grabs her by the face, palms her down so he can get access to tits. <laughs> Yeah, sex doesn't work like that. That's some advice for you guys. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nal Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. <laughs> <laughs>